Welcome to Monday Musings on the Elliot Resnick Show. Unconditional love. Nowadays we're told you must unconditionally love your child. That is the key to parenting. Read any parenting article, go to any parenting lecture. It's more likely than not that one of the first things the author or the lecturer will say is that you must love your child unconditionally. So first of all, this is a little bit silly because you don't need to be told to breathe. So a parent naturally loves his child. You need not be told to love your child. Even if your child is a murderer and he comes running to your house seeking to hide from the police, it's very likely that you'll agree to hide your child, even though you shouldn't. So loving your child comes naturally. So you don't need to be told what God already implanted in you to do. But let's be Danachavskos and also really truthful and assume these authors and lecturers don't mean that you should unconditionally love your child. What they really mean is that you should express unconditional love to your child. You should show him that you love him unconditionally. Well, that's an entirely different story. And that, I believe, actually is very dangerous. Because kids need to know that you approve of some behaviors and you disapprove very strongly of other behaviors. When I was a kid, and maybe it still happens nowadays, maybe it doesn't, maybe we've gone so off the deep end that it no longer happens. But when I was a kid... Sometimes you say to yourself or say to a friend, I can't do X, Y, or Z. If I do that, my mother will kill me. That is a good reaction to have. If you don't have that reaction, then you'll just do the bad thing. I mean, yes, you know Hashem told you not to do it, but a lot of times people need somebody a little bit more direct in their life. They need a policeman to tell them not to drive 90 miles an hour. They need to be scared of getting a ticket. They need to be scared of their mother or father punishing them if they misbehave, if they do something they're not supposed to do. Most of us need a more direct authority figure especially when it comes to the moment of truth. You want to have as many barriers holding you back from doing something wrong as possible. So it is good for the child to have in his mind the idea, I can't do that. If my mother finds out, if my father finds out, they'll kill me. That is a good thing. If you show your child unconditional love at all times, and you tell him, I will love you unconditionally at all times, you have completely removed that barrier from him doing something wrong. And what favor have you then done for your child by doing that? You haven't done him any favors. Instead of you making it more likely that he'll act like a mensch and do what he's supposed to do, you've now made it less likely that he'll act like a mensch and do what he's supposed to do. So you've done the wrong thing by showing him unconditional love. You've done the wrong thing by expressing to him that you will love him no matter what. And this is just common sense. You don't need to be a genius to come up with any of this. It's only modern-day psychology, which became popular in the 1960s. And if you know anything about the 1960s, you should think to yourself, wait, if that became popular in the 1960s, maybe that's something I should be suspicious of. And the truth is, firm circles were suspicious of psychology in the first few decades. If you read William Helmreich's book, The World of the Yeshiva, he was a academic, a young academic at the time, but he interviewed many, many major Russian yeshiva, I think in the 1970s or 1980s, like really the top, in Lakewood and elsewhere. And one of them told him that we often don't necessarily encourage our students to study general studies, but if they do study general studies, we discourage them from studying psychology. They realize the secular origin of psychology. They realize that psychology looks at man as being motivated by his physical urges. Psychology was founded basically in rebellion to traditional culture, traditional society. They didn't like traditional parenting. They didn't like traditional marriage. They didn't like traditional right and wrong. They didn't like repression and stifling, even though repression and stifling is the very basis of human civilization. In the beginning of time, you don't like somebody, you knock him in the head and you kill him. That's a natural reaction when you get very upset at somebody. The human reaction is you do not. You keep it to yourself. Maybe you speak it out. You don't hit him unless he hits you first or is you know, about to murder you or something. But generally speaking, if you're mad at somebody, you don't hit him. The natural reaction is you see good food to take it with your hand and put it into your mouth. Human civilization is, no, we don't do that. We're not animals. We take a fork and we put it nicely in our mouths like human beings. We want the other man's wife. 
She's very pretty. We don't take her. She's not ours. God said no. That is repression. That is stifling. Stifling and repression is the very basis of human civilization. It's the very basis of Judaism. I want to eat that piece of pork. I may not. I have to stifle that urge. There are times, many times, that you could redirect that urge into a kosher venue. You could eat a kosher steak. But often you can't. When you're mad, you have to stifle that anger. When you want to hit somebody, you have to stifle that urge to hit. This is all common sense. This is basic Judaism. This is basic morality. Psychology did away with all of this. Don't stifle. Don't repress. Don't think of others first. Think about yourself first. Think about your happiness. And it is modern psychology that has worked a revolution in parenting. No one used to parent, as far as we know, the way modern day parents do. It is psychology that told people, do not say no to your child. Do not repress his desires. Do not stifle his creativity. Do not put him in a desk where he's confined to sit in one place. Let him walk around. Let him sit wherever he wants. Let him sit on the floor. I've said this before. I'll say it again. People talk about a modern day divorce epidemic. In the secular world, certainly, but even in the firm world, the number of divorces has risen. Why? Is that because people are more selfish or less selfish? When a therapist tells you, you need to think about your own happiness first, what will that lead you to do? To make sacrifices to stay in your marriage or to say, no, I'm not happy. I'm going to leave this marriage. And yes, I have some children, but who cares? I'm not going to be happy. And so I'm going to leave this marriage. Even though scientific research shows that divorce is very bad for children, except in the worst of circumstances, it is very bad for children. Of course, that information is hidden. I actually interviewed someone years ago, Melanie Phillips. She's a very well-regarded conservative now in England. She used to be a liberal for many, many, many years. You'll see her writing. She writes about Israel a lot. And she became a conservative. One of the first things that turned her conservative is the fact that she was doing a story on marriage and on divorce and what it does to children. And she discovered almost all the evidence shows that it is very bad for children. And she also found, though, that the government was making a concerted effort to hide that information from the public. I think government studies that were done, and the findings of those studies were buried because they have an ideology. They want people to get divorced. Not because they want people to get divorced, they want to promote individual human happiness. Anyways, I'm going a little bit off topic, but this is all coming from psychology. It is a rebellion against traditional culture. And as part of this rebellion against traditional culture, they start telling parents, you may not say no to your child, you may not repress his desires. And you must show him unconditional love at all times, no matter what, unconditional love, unconditional love, unconditional love. And that's just plain wrong. Like I said, first of all, you're going to have unconditional love for your child anyways, but no, you certainly should not express it to your child if he's misbehaving. Not only that, the Medrash says, it darshan's a Pesach in Mishle, and it says that if a father spares his son from punishment, his son will ultimately go astray and develop evil traits, and he will hate him. That's what the Medrash Tanchuma says. The Medrash says that Avram wound up hating Yishmael. Shahaya sonately Ishmael, it says. And the Pasuk is darshaning is, He who withholds his staff hates his son, but he who loves him will admonish him early on. And if you look at one of the first Rashi's, maybe even the first Rashi, in Malachim Aleph, I believe, it talks about how Adonia rebelled against his father, King David, David HaMelech, because David HaMelech never disciplined him. And I think the literal words of the Pasuk are something like, because his father never saddened him by saying, why did you do this? And Rashi writes, this Pasuk teaches you that whoever withholds admonishment from his child leads him to his death. That is Rashi's words verbatim. Because we know what happens at the end. Adonia is killed because he rebels against his father and he winds up being killed because of the rebellion. So should you love your child unconditionally? It's a stupid question. 
Hashem planted unconditional love within you. If anything, there are times you need to stifle it. If your son comes to you and he's a serial murderer and he wants you to hide him, you have to stifle your natural urge to hide him and say, no, I may not, I cannot hide you. I have to turn you over to the police. So number one, it's a stupid question whether you should unconditionally love your child or not. It's like asking, should you breathe or should you feel pain if somebody stabs you? You don't really have much of a choice in the matter. Should you express unconditional love to your child? Absolutely not. It is a very unwise thing to do. 